Hello. Hi, everyone. It's me, Alex. How are, how are we all? He's back. Good, good. I'm good. back. Welcome to MMT Millennial Movie Talk. It's a movie and TV show podcast. But first, we have to talk about... I'm one of your hosts, Brayden. Joined, as always, by Michael. Joined, as always, again, returning from his holiday in Bali. Alex, um, how you doing? I'm good. I'm just going to make sure that everyone can, can hear everyone first. That's fair enough. We don't want to... Yeah, we, we, we don't want to have to start the show again. Let's see. Is it working there? Yeah, the, it's back. You got it all good, it's buddy? It's good. It's good. It's good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're, we're good. good. We're good. How was your trip? Mate. <coughs> good trip. A good trip. Good trip. See, see you next call. Oh! How good was that? No, legitimately. Yeah. Did I like, you that joke? Had a lot of fun. We, you can uh, head over to Alex's Instagram to see some of the fun adventures that you had. Whitewater rafting, quad biking through caves. Dying. Hanging out at the pool. Yeah, tell Pulling us about your of... whitewater rafting vibe. Fell out of boat. I mean, we did briefly touch on it last week about the uh, photo. The incident. That was uploaded. The, the, the incident. How we yeah. got enjoyment out of seeing that. But. What HR going to call it from now on? I was, I was legitimately concerned about how your trip was going until you messaged back saying that you had, like, the best day ever. So yeah. I was happy to yeah, hear that. Yeah, that was rough. That, it, it, I was like, of course I felt. Yeah, of course you had to. Of course. But um, yeah, no, good trip, really good trip. Uh, no dramas on it. Didn't lose a passport or anything. Didn't end up like the hangover. Good work. So, um, that's good. That's you know, it's always fun when you don't die on a trip. That's ideal. You know, hundred makes for a more you know boring story. But you know, oh, of course, of course, you don't. You know, if the story was better, that would be better. But it, yeah, you, you know, know, you can't really sell that to Hollywood. No, I, I thought it was very interesting how you kind of wanted me. To get caught in a cave, so you could <laughs> no, get a Hollywood I didn't want story. You to. I was terrified that you were sending us clips from the set of uh, Thirteen Lives. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I thought you lives. just wanted me. I thought you wanted me dead. No, no, that was not a threat. That's okay. You can want me dead. No, I'm. I'm not one of those people. It's okay. Are you sure? I'm, I'm fine with it. No. Yeah. Hey, sound off in the comments if you. No, I'm joking. Um, no, Do you well, want we, Alex dead? We, we are a uh, movie I'll TV show right podcast. Now. Some TV shows are coming to a close. There's some, some big deals. Um, and I went and saw a new movie. What do you want to talk about first? You can talk about your new movie. New movie? Or do you want to... You, you, you normally sit back, Braden, so you can go first. I do normally chill out while you guys talk about the latest in TV shows, and then I talk for five minutes about Bluey and Doctor Who. So, um, no. Take uh, it away. A new film came out last week from the uh, the folks over at Disney. Um, you might know them for such hit films as The Little Mermaid from the 90s, the animated one. Well, they, guess what? They're back, and it's a new one. Um, and by new one, I mean the old one, but it's, they've changed some stuff. Um, and it's not animated anymore. Tell us um, more. This is from the, uh, the incredible creative genius of We Can Print Money by just making our old films new. Disney! And so uh, there was a new we one about the release them. last week. And Michaela was like, hey, yeah, I actually like Little Mermaid, so I want to go see it. And Little Mermaid has the best Disney song there is. Which one? Part of your world. Part of their world. Part of their world. Okay, okay. It's the best uh, Disney song. I, uh, I am partial to uh, Kiss the Girl. and Kiss the Girl um, is also very good. If anything, yeah. it's got... Top three Disney songs ever. Really, go really, under the really sea. good songs in this. Um, yeah, and how, we'll talk about how different it is, which is good. Were the new songs good. bad, like in the um, Disney ones? I, I have things to say about the songs in this film. Because my mum and sister want to go see it, so I'm always going to see uh, it. So Michaela wants to go see it. I don't think I've seen The Little Mermaid, the original, since maybe the early two thousands. Last time I my was sister watched it, younger than when I ten. It. So yeah, I definitely haven't seen it in I wanna be a good extended are. period of time. I yeah. To the point where after, like, after Kiss the Girl, I couldn't remember what happens in that film. <laughs> like, I could not remember the ending climax of that film in D- any way, shape, Ursula or form. Ursula turn in? No, oh, no, I remember. Ursula turns into big squid person and they yep. stab her with a ship. Yep. You nailed it. I did not know that. So when that was happening, I, I also was like, do not remember that. But Fuck. I have very limited rem- uh, knowledge of this movie. I have a terrible well, memory guys. as it is. So uh, Michaela's sitting next to me going, you didn't know this was going to happen? 
Um, but no, let's let's get into it. Um, the Little Mermaid, I enjoyed it. It's nice. It's fun. They do a good job of adapting the original in the sense that, like, I recognize stuff. Michaela, who actually really likes it, like, recognized a lot of stuff, liked a lot of how they handled it. Um, the casting's quite good. I was surprised by how much I liked um, Melissa McCarthy as Ursula. She does a great job. Um, she really actually gives it some character. Like, I was scared I heard, it was just going to be Melissa McCarthy. I've only heard one bad thing about all of the acting. Oh. And that is... I've heard, I can't... And the two things, sorry. I've heard that Ariel and Eric don't have a lot of chemistry. No, and, there's only one scene where they actually have any chemistry, and it's during Kiss the Girl. So, like, that's kind of and cheating. And I've heard that Xavier Bardem as King Trident is very not good. So he is... Bland as fuck, unfortunately. Uh, there's one scene where there's a moment of like some actual character to him, and Javier Bardem actually, like you know, changes his facial expression for once and his voice a little bit. But like, it it must be tough for him because like I, I'll also say this: this is a, a negative I have with the film: the CG on them when they're mermaids underwater. Not great. Like two hours and fifteen minutes. It's really long. Um, how long is the, the How long is the original? That's a good question. Um, right that now. I can't it answer. Is, uh, it is an hour and twenty three minutes. Yep, what have they so done for an extra hour? Are you ready? They gave Prince Eric some actual character development and storyline. They straight up just went, "Hey, Prince Eric, uh, your whole deal was that you're the prince, and uh, you fall in love with this girl." That's your whole thing. In this one, they're like, oh, we have to give him something to do. We have to give him something to do. I know. Let's just make him the exact same as Ariel. And he collects things from around the world on his travels and stuff. Um, oh, okay. So they didn't give him good backstory. No, it's kind of, yeah, yeah. It, it's meh. Um, oh, wow. Anytime Prince Eric was on screen, Mikhail and I continuously looked over and went, this could have been Harry Styles. And we would just laugh. It nearly was Harry Styles. I know, which is hilarious. Because you'll watch this movie and you'll be like, thank God this is not Harry Styles. Um, they have put in some songs from the Broadway show, I believe. And then there are uh, some new original songs from your boy Lin-Manuel Miranda. Are they good? So, I didn't know he did them. This is, I think, the, the biggest crime of the century in this film. Oh, God. You've got David Diggs as Sebastian, who is my personal favorite in this entire film. Not just because he's David Diggs. Not just because he's Sebastian. He's legitimately, like, my favorite part of this film. He holds this film together, in my opinion. Like, in, during the, all these scenes where Ariel can't speak and, you know, you've got Sebastian trying to just, like, get them to continue the plot, basically. Um, David Diggs is excellent as Sebastian. Hands down my favorite part of the film. You've got David Diggs, one of the greatest rappers on Broadway. Well, I think the greatest rapper on Broadway. And just an excellent rapper overall. He's Sebastian. You're doing a new song written by Limonor Miranda for the film. Yeah. Okay, you're going you're gonna to give Sebastian a rap. No, you're not. You're going to put a rap song in, and 98% of it is going to be rapped by Aquafina as Scuttle. Hey. I How was. Scuttle talks underwater in the film as well. That. Flipped to be the, I was so confused. The first scene scuttles in is a conversation underwater. And I was like, what, are, what is happening? I don't know what's I mean, going on. Can, can birds go underwater and talk? It, I mean, it's one of those, like, it, it's one of those birds that does swim to like catch fish. But like, how, what? So the water physics don't really make a lot of sense to this film either. There's a part where, where Ariel's in a little cave of knickknacks and doodads and she like throws a pocket watch and it just sort of like, Bounces with gravity. <laughs> it's weird. Um, yeah, the, the CGI, I mean, like, Under the Sea and Kiss the Girl are, like, the stars of the show in this film. Like, they are part of spectacles. Your world? Part of your world's fine. Like, it, they, they do a decent job of it, but unfortunately, the actual sequence of it is just watching Ariel, which is yeah. poor CGI underwater, and... In a cartoon, it's a lot easier to get away with those moments in the song where she's like, oh, what do they call it? Feet? Oh. Or whatever. Feet. 
when you're watching an actual human face try to act like they've forgotten a word and then remember the word to the song, it just doesn't quite work as well. Halle Bailey does a great job. Uh, she really does an excellent job as Ariel, um, and uh, the fact that she's going to do half the film completely silent, like, that's a tough ask, and she does a great job. Um, Aquafina as Scuttle is fine until that one song, and you're just like, you're sitting in there, and you can't help but laugh at it. Because you I, like Aqua, I like Aquafina. I also like Aquafina. And in it, I just had to laugh because it's just like you've got Aquafina rapping and then literally in the last six seconds of the song, because I looked at it on Spotify, the last six seconds of the song, if throughout the song you get David Diggs throwing in little like Sebastian lines, but he's not rapping, he's just acting. And then in the last six seconds of the song, you actually get David Diggs as Sebastian joining in on the song. So he raps along with Aquafina. And he does his really quick rapping, which is really impressive. But it's like five seconds. It's hilarious. Just so weird and out of place. So, you know, it's, it's fine. Um, y- you can't miss it. Uh, giant uh, kaiju Melissa McCarthy as Ursula can't hurt you. She's not real. Um, though she will haunt me in my nightmares. Is she scary? Even the film doesn't want to show you her face in that scene. It's like straight up terrifying. <laughs> They sort of just like hide her in shadow so that you kind of, you can kind of tell that it's a big CGI Melissa McCarthy face, but it's also not. How was Jacob Tremblay? uh, Oh, forgettable. Very, very forgettable. Um, Flounder is so disappointing. Um, I mean, like they've gone for the whole like realistic look, which kind of just makes Flounder look like shit. Flounder needs to be puffy. Yeah, he was really brown. Chubby cheeks. Yeah, and they're like, no, we're going to make him like a real flounder. So he's boring colored and he looks boring. It's like, well, that sucks. Why couldn't he just be an interesting looking fish called flounder? It, yeah, I don't know. Um, Sebastian definitely steals the show. Javier Bardem is a, a bit of a disappointment, sadly. Um, but yeah, like, it's fine. It's enjoyable. Like, y- you'll, you'll sit there and you'll watch it. You'll be like, yeah, this is nice. Um, again, Kiss the Girl steals the show for me. I think Kiss the Girl yeah. was up, up there. I do want to see it. Um, I do want to go see it. I'm interested. With Under the Sea. I, but, I, um, I, I'd rather watch this one and then go watch the original again straight after I, than the other way around. I actually think, like, just thinking about it, I think I would actually prefer to watch the new one than go back and watch the original. Like, which is interesting. Because I I wouldn't say that about the Lion King, but like oh, I think the with Lion the Little King Mermaid, was... I think it. Oi, we got gaslit by the Lion it. King. Hey, we came out of that movie being like, yeah, yeah I, I, then... I enjoyed the Lion King in the theater, and then because it was yeah, the Lion King, I enjoyed it. But like upon watching it the second time, I was just like, you, everyone's right. These fucking animals have yeah. no. No emotion Once at all. Once you become aware of the faces, it actually, yeah, that's what ruins it for you. I was yeah. just sitting there enjoying the plot and the music of The Lion King, which is an I was enjoying just, like, watching, I was just like, that looks cool in real it's life. It's kind of cheating, isn't it? It's like... It's cheating. You're, you're, it's a good movie, and then you're just making it again. I think you, Beauty and the Beast is, like, the one that's the most like the original. But they even added new stuff in that, and that new stuff was actually good. I like Beauty and the Beast. People really don't like Beauty and the Beast. Oh, I, I like quite enjoyed it when I finally watched it. I think Emma Watson's sick. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, 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 I recommend people see it um, if you want to support Alex in the uh, uh, box office draft. Not me. Not you? Chris. Chris oh, Chris has that one. I keep forgetting that was the one Disney film you didn't get. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think I gave it a, about this. a three. I think Mikhail and I both gave it a three, and Michaela was disappointed because review. they they had the opportunity to use one of the songs from the theater production that would have been really good to actually give like Ariel's sisters some character rather than mm-hmm. being like diversity plays because each sister is from like a very different, distinct part of the world, and they didn't put that song in there, so Michaela was sad. So. But why did they make her black? Here's the funny thing. With the new one, there's straight up, like, m- maybe two white people in it. 
like two or three and it's hilarious because like you're watching the film and then you're like prince eric's white there's a review they, i think i think the original voice for ariel is in one of the scenes as a little cameo so she's white a, as well and then like was, one or two of the sisters are also white there's two reviews here on imdb and one of them is i watched it high and sebastian <laughs> was freaking me the fuck out <laughs> And the other one is, I know a Lin Manuel a Lin Manuel Miranda song when I hear it. I'm talking to you, Scuttlebutt. <laughs> yeah, honest to God, like the second it starts, you're like, this is Lin Manuel Miranda to a T. Um, but you know, it's fun. Um, God, I th- I listened to that song once when I uh, played it to someone at work, and um, it was stuck in my head. I'll give him that. It's freaking catchy. Uh. so. I'll quickly do this part of the show because Chris is not here. But Succession ended last night. Um, season four wrapped up. And the whole show wrapped up. Um, my God, did they did they nail the landing about everything that the show's been about? They succeeded. Um, they succeeded. Uh, what an ending! Uh, obviously, I can't go too much into it. Big spoilers. Um, no, me and uh, me um, and Gemma have watched. I think the first two episodes we started last oh, week. That's, 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 it's funny because like after the first three episodes there's not a single episode under an 8 rated mm. like the first three are that's like 7.7 7.6 before, before, 8 yeah. onwards I was just saying before you continue on with these first two episodes I, like, I'm really enjoying it I'm, I'm really interested to see where this goes um, they're the worst <laughs> the camera work I love the camera work the camera work's amazing it's just you go from shows that have like aren't like you know are just like really set well, and these ones look like they're fucking handheld filmed. Yeah, weird they are. zooms in so, and out. It's it's so it's different. Let me tell you how they run through rehearsals for the show. They do two separate rehearsals. They run one through for the actors to get all their blocking down pack, and once like that's the all camera. done, they run they run through a second one just so the cameramen can get into and they can go. We can zoom here. We can do this here. So they they that's, they run two rehearsals for it. Um. Season four uh, has an average of 9.3 per episode. <laughs> Damn. Does that um, camera style stick the whole way through? Yeah, and it's okay. great. Okay. Um, uh, the highest rated episode being a 9.9, and that's Ooh. episode three. Um, and then, yeah, the rest of them, the last three episodes are 9.5, 9.5, 9.6. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's fantastic. Um, you know, season one, you've watched episode one, so you've seen Roman be an absolute cockweed to the baseball family, um, yeah. which was, he, he goes, so they do like a Twilight style family baseball game. <laughs> after, the bir- um, after the birthday lunch. After a, after a birthday lunch. Um, and the, there's this family that are there. I'm guessing um, the, like, the dad's like the grounds, grounds, Yeah, like the groundskeeper. And the and like mate and like Roman goes up to them and he goes, "I'll give you a million dollars if you can hit a home run." To the sun. Um, to the sun. Also so Mexican. Kid, Mexican family. Like and immediately you're like this kid's just like I've got to hit this home run to help my whole family. Yeah. And um, and yeah, and the guy that plays Roman, Kieran Culkin, um, you probably don't expect him to be your favorite character by the end, but he probably will be. Oh. No, no, he's already my favorite character. I yeah, love him. Rome, I love how much of a dick he is. He's an arsehole. I think. I think. Have you been up to the episode where he just comes on the window? No, no, no. Uh, there's an episode where he just, like <laughs> it's, it's in the next two episodes. He just comes on a window. Um, I mean, I, sh- I had... like shake my head in shock, but like that did also happen in yeah. Sex Education on Netflix. No, so. but yeah, we've only done the first episode. We've we've had like them promotions in the hospital. The yeah. whole second episode, so you, you get like the small moment of him being vulnerable, I guess, of wanting the jumper that smells like his dad. But then, like, yeah, immediately he's just like, "Nah, don't want it." Um, Kendall's my favorite character, and he's still my favorite character towards the end of the show. He's Jeremy Strong, and he's the number one boy. Um, we love Kendall. Kendall now, Strong. I, I, we love I'm Kendall curious. Roy. Oh, without uh, getting Strong. into any spoilers or anything, are you happy with how it ended, personally? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Because yeah, I can't go into it too much. No, you but can't spoil it. But like, everyone got what's coming to them. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. 
So yeah. Um and Shiv still remains to be a cunt. Um so but she's from Adelaide, so it's okay. Oh there um, you go. Homegrown hero. Homegrown. Scotch College zone. Oh, oh <laughs> Jesus. That's just ruined it. <laughs> um so yeah. So we'll talk about that next week when Chris is back. Yeah. Um and then tomorrow tomorrow another show ends. It does. Another show ends. Ted, Ted Lasso. Lasso ends tomorrow. Ooh. We get series finale of Ted Lasso tomorrow. Oh man. But man. It, you know, it's <laughs> never fully been confirmed whether it's an, a series finale. Yeah. It's just been extremely hinted at it. Yeah. Mm. When asked about it, they're just like you know what? They're we so sort of elusive. leave people with what we get. They're so elusive. Um, but yes, this episode was the one that made everyone cry. Um, this is Jamie going back to Manchester to play against Man City. Um, this is Ted's mum comes to town. Um, that's we, my, we that's my favorite episode. movie well, from before, the 70s. Before you obviously went on the podcast for oh, one episode the mm. other week. What did, you, what did you think of that one before we... Jump in. International break? On, uh, yeah. Uh, what happened in international break? That was that when Danny break. destroys Van Damme's nose. <laughs> yeah. Which is super funny. Um, that that's... one's a big one about uh, Sam and uh, um, the, uh, the... Oh, this the is the one they want to create the Super League. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, great. That was a great Rebecca episode. Mm, it was. Um, they hinted at Rebecca, Rupert trying to kiss Rebecca, and everyone got so happy when she just said no. Oh, I, I audibly, like, seconds before I turned to Gemma, I was like, I swear. Oh, and that was the big Nate episode where we follow Nate through. With his dad. Um, and yeah, with his dad. With he quit West Ham. Um, and Braden's leaned back again. Hey, <laughs> uh, I'm just enjoying the podcast. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Um, yeah, Nate quits West Ham and then deals with all that. Um, obviously, this episode, we kind of get Nate finding his way back to Richmond. Um, we do. Jade continues to be one of the best characters introduced this season. Yeah, surprisingly. Um, Very surprising. Love her. Love, um, I think everything with Nate's been handled perfectly. Mm. Um, See, I wanted, uh, I'm sort of on the, I want a bit more, like, I wish we had, like, just, like, another little, like, just even a little bit more. Of him with his like sort of cup like making up with his dad for like the past. Yeah, I I feel like I feel like that's such a small subplot in the turn grand. Yeah, that is uh, true. Grand that scheme is. of things of the show that I'm okay with the time it got with it. I thought it was. Oh, it was, it was a beautiful moment. For what it, it was, was a great moment. Um, I like that Jade just seems to disappear when everyone but everyone else comes on screen. <laughs> so, and Nate keeps. Having to convince people that that's his girlfriend, even though she just disappears. Um, oh yeah, it's my girl. <laughs> it's my girlfriend. She's gone. Um, the the three key points of this episode absolutely were Coach Beard talking to Nate, mm-hmm. um, and we learn more about Coach and Ted's relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, it was finding out where Jamie's dad is. Um, yeah, broke heart, and Ted talking to his mum at the end. Which Fuck also you. broke, broke. It, that was so like my parents. I came home from Bali and I was just like, I was just like Ted Lasso ends this week, and they went. That last episode was amazing. Um, and yeah, because the the thank you and the fuck you. Um, Jason Sudeikis, man, man can act. Um, he can, and I like. He's incredible. There are so many moments in just over this show that like whether it's like a happy thing or like sad, there is. So many moments mm. purely from him that make you cry. I can't remember what he says, but I know, I know, I don't know what he says for the thank you. And he's like, he's, a, he was just like, thank you for doing all the funny little things for me, for leaving notes in my lunch boxes and putting googly eyes on the fruit at to the make grocery him feel, store like, to make, to make him, him feel good. But fuck you for not good, talking but, to but, me. Yeah, he's like, he's like, but fuck you for not working on yourself. Yeah, and um, like, fuck and you not, for and making making it feel like uh, like I had to, I had to pretend to be happy and okay. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Um, so, Brayden, you'd really like the show, man. I was going to say, damn, yeah. that that you're, you're, that sounds incredible, just from, like, even you guys just talking about it. My parents have been um, loving it as well. It is uh, the next one that Mikhail and I need to binge watch because um, it, it'll make uh, you like, cry. 
we're we're just we're late to the party. So, um, so one, of episode... best, one of the best one of the best episodes for on pitch cinematography and like act like it's a fun episode. Um, I enjoyed. The I'm so happy we're winning. I don't think they're gonna win the whole thing. Um, yeah. uh, I, I think they could, but I think it would be a bit too cutesy. Yeah, if they win the whole thing. But it, this definitely looks like like Ted's telling um, Rebecca next episode that he's going back home. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, I was um, my little next question was like, so the end of the episode. I hope we're thinking the same thing. Yeah, because um, the end of the episode, like, Ted has a conversation with his mom, and and Ted's mom's like, well, I, I did come here to talk to you um, about something, and she's like, he's like, your son misses you so much, and she's like, that little boy needs you, and, like, Ted's just like, I know, and he's like, he in, says how he's too too scared to get close with his son, because he's no, his son's just going to leave him, and it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. Oh, the whole... Um, Every time he's like anything where he gets personal about this sort of stuff. Because he's the so happiest person in the world. And I think and that's why like, it works you know so it's well. just These all moments fun. hit so hard because every other moment he's so happy, so optimistic, always mm. trying to like make everybody else feel better that when he's broken down. Um, Jamie spending all episode worried about his dad. Um, mm. You know, he goes... You know, worried about what like his his dad's gonna be the loudest person in the crowd that hates him, um, and then it and then the end of the episode when Jamie just finally lets go of all that and wins the game for them, and it cuts to a shot of his dad clearly in a rehab, um, cheering on his son, um, wow. was heartbreaking, um, yeah, um, I'm very excited for tomorrow. Oh, I'm not ready for it. Not ready, but I am. I just want to. I want to see it, but I don't want it to end. I don't. I'm. I'm not ready for Ted to end. Um, but I'm sure I'm gonna love whatever they do. Um, Roy and Jamie still being my favorite characters this season. Yeah. Uh, also, Ted always just holds a spot in the best characters of the season. Um, Nate, Nate's yeah. come around on me like the last. Love Nate. Love Nate. Nate's great. I hope. I like how they've done something with his hair now. Looks good. <laughs> But um, the straight grey wasn't doing it. Yeah, I like I like it's a bit of a bit of a wash now. Um <laughs> Trent Trent also great, love Trent. Yeah. He does have um, some nice mo- funny moments. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, really solid season so far except for that one episode. But saying with that one episode, um that that is the lowest the one the one episode from the season being the the Keely um leak video one. Hmm. That episode is the lowest rated episode of Ted Lasso, which I think is extremely harsh because I think the lowest rated episode should be the Beard Beard's Adventure one, yeah. Beard's Adventure one. And like that one, that one I would, I just skip. I don't bother watching that one. Um, but the Keely one, I still think that that's one to watch. You need to watch that one. And I, I don't have an issue watching that one. I think, yeah. I think I don't know what I, I had a that's got a really good moment when they all sing um Hey Jude at the end. Mm. Um yeah. But very excited for the next episode titled So Long Farewell. So that's gonna Yeah. Oh. I'm wondering how long it will be, because we've been having some long episodes. I love that. I'm loving that. Like if you're gonna do a lot if you're gonna do a like a final last season. Like make them long, and one of the episodes was like an hour and five minutes. I think the last episode was like almost an hour long, like hour they've, ten minutes. Yeah, they've been they've been like encroaching over the hour mark. Get that yeah. hour. I'm really hoping we get a nice juicy long one if it's going to be the compared last to season one, one. Season one's got like episodes that are thirty minutes. Yeah, I'm fairly sure I saw. I can't remember where I saw it, but I saw it somewhere, and it's like each what each season's obviously gotten slightly longer. Yeah. Uh, here, uh, runtime for season one was about twenty nine to thirty three. Season two, thirty to forty nine, and now we're getting forty three to nine. Yeah, well, they're giving us more Ted Lasso, which is what um, the world deserves. Yes, yes. Well, it's less what it deserves and more what the world needs. We need more Ted Lasso. We need to be happy. 
And it's beautiful that they seem to be telling a message that like, yes, people can be happy on the outside, but can be really struggling with stuff. That's really important because you don't know what everyone's going through and everyone should just be nice and support each other because you never know when that like super happy person you see is actually really struggling with something. So that's mm-hmm. what Ted Lasso, that's what the show's about. Yeah. Be kind. Um, so when I was away, here we go. I found a podcast guys. Ooh. Now Braden might've heard of this one. Have you ever heard of how did this get made? That sounds familiar. This, this is, so the people that made. do this show, uh, is, his name's Paul Shear. Jason Manzukas yes. um, is, is one of the people that does it. And then Portia's wife, who's been in a few things. I can't remember her name. I think her name's June. Um, yes, June. But yeah, you'll recognize all of these people. Jason Manzukas, mm. of course, is Pimento. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you'd know him Paul from Shear, um, you would recognize. Brooklyn Nine-Nine and The Good Players. Yeah. Paul Shear, you'd recognize if you saw him. Uh, yeah, um, I recognize him. What's he been? Um. And then his yes, wife, that, you probably okay, that's, recognize That's her. why I've heard of this podcast before, because it's one of those podcasts that, like, started in 2010. Like, it started when podcasting was really just starting to pop off. Yeah. So, like, they're, they're OG podcast. Yeah. So here's the only reason I've, I've, I've started watching this now. I found that they've been doing a series on the Fast and the Furious movies where they watch and they talk about them all, but they've been doing this since 2010. Oh. <laughs> so... They are doing it, and they've released these episodes recently on Spotify, where when they're talking about them, they're talking about them as they've just come out. <laughs> oh, so, and they've only done Fast Five, Six, Seven, Eight, and Nine. Nice. Um, and they get Adam Scott to come in and guest star on all of these episodes. Oh my god! Um, which is the best, and I love how much they they talk about um this like these movies because they all love them. They're just like these, like they they talk about like exactly how they should be spoken about and how I treat them. Where they're the dumbest movies ever made, but they're so fucking fun. They are. Um, That's great. Uh like uh, there's there's an episode that they the the sixth one's the best one in this one where um Adam Scott says everyone picks up and answers the phone no matter where they are. Like Tyrese <laughs> is on a plan airplane at one point and he picks up and answers the phone and. <laughs> and then the, Adam Scott's like, I know this is, and this has to be comedic because this is a rule of threes. And I refuse to believe this is anything but comedic. And it's, he's just like, so when they show Letty's photo to Vin Diesel, he has no reaction at all. And then they show Letty's photo to Paul Walker, and he has no reaction at all. And then they show the, his photo to everyone, and they will have no reaction at all. And it's just, it's, uh, I'll try and find. Amazing. The one that I this made this sold me onto watching it. Just bear with me. I'll pull it up. I've got it saved. Um maybe like it's just so funny. Alright, well right here. Like how are we all doing? Yeah, You're good. Right. Good. I'm happy to hear I'm happy to hear whenever people get into a new podcast. I uh yeah. I enjoy podcasts as a format. I really enjoy it. So, There's only one that I listen to regularly, and it's Old Man in a Three. Is that a basketball J- one? It's JJ Reddick. Podcast. Well, I listen to this one called Millennial Movie Talk. <laughs> it's pretty good. Oh, uh, uh, okay, wait. Now I have to tell the funniest anecdote. I really hope my dad happens to be, like, just having this on in the background to support us on YouTube right now. Uh, yeah, I, I was uh, sitting in the living room yesterday because I had the day off. And I was just sitting in the living room reading a comic with some uh, nice music on. And then my dad was sitting on the couch uh, on the other side of the room. And he was just relaxing reading as well. And then at one point he put on one of his podcasts that he listens to. I think it's Tony and Ryan, uh, Australians. Um, They they sound funny. Um, And like just uh, a chat shit comedy podcast. And um, he, he fell asleep. And the podcast ended, and then it just went in, into playing Millennial Movie Talk <laughs> yes. on Spotify. And then my dad woke up, and I was just talking directly at him. And it was just, it was, it was very silly because I was just sitting across the room. And I start hearing our intro music, and I'm like, what the what? So, yeah, shout out dad for being an avid listener. <laughs> we love you, dad. Yeah. Thanks, dad. All right. All right. Let's see what we got. 
Alrighty. Sorry, let's just uh, get this up here. Now the question Ooh. is, do we have audio on this screen? I have put it on. Good work. I think so. You got. Oh, hang on. You guys might not be able. To... Excuse my Discord settings. Yeah, just just don't <laughs> mind that. But, go ahead, go da, ahead, da, Alex da, on Discord. Da, I guess. Da, da. Yep. Cool. We're good. Cool. All right. All right. This should be working. And where's the browser? Here we go. Everyone in this movie, the minute they pick up a phone, everyone's, everyone's there. They've picked up, they've answered. There's no going to voicemail in this and world. And there's no greetings. There's not any. <laughs> they're, they're, at one point, one of the guys in this just picks up a phone and starts listening to the other person talk. Tyrese picks up a phone while he's flying in a jet. In a jet. Yep. The comedy plays nice and good in this movie. Oh, good. Can I talk about a comedy bit that I have to oh, have to believe I... was was on purpose? It was, it was like a classic, like... What is the rule of three in comedy or whatever? Yes, yeah. The photo of Michelle Rodriguez, when they first show it to Vin Diesel, he has, like, almost <laughs> zero reaction to it. But <laughs> the second time they show it, it's to Paul Walker. The reaction is almost nothing. <laughs> the third time is extra spectacular because they throw it on the table in front of everyone. And no one has a reaction to yeah. it. <laughs> then, right, but right. then Michelle Rodriguez picks up the photo and has a little reaction to it herself. <laughs> Amazing. And it's it's so funny because obviously the the beauty of it is that they did this in real time. Yeah. So like it came out like when they talk about number six, they literally just all finished seeing number six in the theaters. Yep. And um, so they they have no context for what happens next or anything. They they predict Her Helen Mirren playing Hobson Hot uh, Shaw's mother. That's brilliant. Ooh, okay. Um they predict that. They just talk about how they want all the villains to be like, like be a part of the team and heroes. Yep. Which happens. Which exactly um, what happens. Yeah. It's sad though when they start talking about Paul Walker really good and then you get to number seven and he's died. Yeah. Oh, um, bless. Did they call yeah, they going about, to space? I mean, most people. They said they had to go. They said like, they, we have to go to space. Um, they got, June got a little disappointed because they didn't drive on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I can't wait till they, uh, the, it's the funniest shit is when they get to nine and nine is at its peak ridiculousness. Um, and they talk about how John Cena is someone we've never heard from before, how in the, in like the previous flashbacks, John Cena and his, um, John Cena's, the guy that plays young John Cena in those yep. flashbacks, it's so much smaller than the guy that plays young Vin. But when they, when they go um, when they meet each other in real life, they're the same height, or like John Cena's a bit taller. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the funniest thing they talk about is in Fast Five when they're like, they're like, we love this movie, but the best part about it is when they scam the rock at the end and show him that they took a took that he's got the fake vault, and instead of going somewhere else to unlock the vault, they go back to their headquarters that the rock has been to yeah. throughout the movie, and they open the money and do the reveal there they instead of just going know. somewhere else. They actively <laughs> know exactly where they are. Yeah. Like, so, uh, they, they, they must really think, good. oh, no, that, that'd be too stupid to go back there. They must be somewhere else. It was so, a double yeah, people bluff. Should, people should, if you want to check out people ripping to Fast and Furious, that's basically what I listened to on the plane ride. Nice. Um, doing from Bali, uh, as well as uh, watching John Wick Chapter 4 Hell and yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. Hey, uh, that's a fun one. So John Wick Chapter 4 is still great. Um, I'm shocked how much action's in the last hour of that movie. Um, yes. Stairs. Like, eh, how many stairs? The stairs. Oh, God, the stairs. Um, yeah, I'll say as well, that ending, really solid. Like, Love the ending. That duel. Duel's great. And duel's great. And then him just sitting on the stairs. <laughs> is he dead? He has to be dead. Well. Please be the rumors flying around that there's going to be a five. They're, do they're doing five. They're actively developing five. Yeah. Uh, update. Uh, yes, my dad is avidly listening. Right now? <laughs> he, he sent me a message and was just sent me a thumbs up. And it was like, <laughs> I am in fact listening. I love it. Excited for the Meg 2, are we, Randall? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. If we get tickets to the Meg 2, we have to. We have well, to no matter what, we're all going. Yeah. Bro, Meg 2 in the D-Box seats. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, can we please talk about this? Because we, yeah, have, this is we so have fun. to see something I leave and review for, it. I leave, so, I leave 
to go to Bali for a week and a half, and I come back and Hoist is just like, we've got motion seats now. Like, I just can't, like, like I can't imagine, like, I can imagine them fun once or twice, but then, like, so surely you'd you know get what, sick of it. You know what the worst part is for some people? The seats that they've, they've removed and put in D-Box seats are some of people's favorite Very, seats in the movie. Oh, my the front, is, front is gonna, like, the front yes. area, the front area of the back section. Yeah, my par is going to be heartbroken. That is my par's, that's been my par's cinema spot since that spot that's a lot of people's cinema spots most people grow out of sitting right at the back or right at the front and sort of converge yeah. on that point not yeah. us yeah. yeah so i think oh, I our mean... seats are now in jeopardy a lot yeah our seats like we're yeah, done surely they've only done it to now. one of the cinemas though Wait, i'm just saying right now that like i know you guys are like we gotta go see one movie to do it i'm seeing all my movies <laughs> in Divock. i'm going to transformers in Divock. i'm going to flash in Divock. there's gonna I'm be going a new there. section of all of our Bro, movie reviews i looked on I looked online. Is, what the D, what the D experience yeah. was like. Yeah, and here's the thing: if you get sick of it, you have a control panel. You just turn it off. Oh, um, really? Wait. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, look That's changed. That's changed. Do they have a thing on their website that says what it's like? Yeah, I, I looked it up, and D-box. there's a control panel. You just turn it off. You can because you can turn up the intensity too. You can choose what intensity you want. <laughs> Um, yeah, until you could you imagine that. seeing something like Top Gear and having it at the bro, top in- intensity? Bro, guess what movies in D-Bog that I'm definitely seeing? What? What? Barbie. Barbie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing Barbie in D-Bog. Are you kidding me? What does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. She, but I'm do you so... just like, do you move as they walk around? What? I don't, I, I'm in. Like, <laughs> what does that mean? What? <laughs> Yeah, when the like, car flips in the trailer, then your seat goes a oh, Did you see that new trailer? Oh, yeah. What a trailer. It, I that haven't film, seen that it is yet. film of the year. Choose, it's choose your hill year. or your Birkenstock. Got me. Yeah. Because I just like, bought No, you have to choose. Oh, my God. I'm, um, I'm, I'm watching this trailer for the motion recliners right now. Like. Box. <laughs> they just sort of wiggle side to side. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, this is a very funny clip. I highly recommend people check this out. Is it just on their w- normal website? It's just on their YouTube channel. Oh, okay. And oh, they do have proper buttons so that you can choose. That's strange. Like that's so here's the funny. thing because I've even worked out when they're turning it. They're doing their renovations because if you go and look look at Hoyt's session time for the next couple of days, you see the um the extreme screen sessions just slowly go away. <laughs> Because they're doing, they're they're adding them into those theaters. Are they putting it in both the extreme screens or just one? I think they're putting it in like multiple cinemas. Oh my god! Um, craziness. Well, you bro, can hear um, us review Hoyt's Dick in a Box experience, bro. Indie Five and Debo. Whenever he whips, it just gives you a little tap <laughs> on the ass. No, you, like if someone comes out and whips you. Could you imagine <laughs> being? So, could you imagine being in the first row? Behind that area, and all you see the whole time is these chairs just wiggling at the like the see, corner I, of your I'm eyes. I'm very interested to see what the sound is like. I'm interested to see if there's like just a constant like, <laughs> <laughs> like I want to know what um, the sound is like in why, that theater. Like, <laughs> in so 2023, in. what are we doing? Fucking bring back Shrek so we can do Shrek 4D. Oh, honestly, Alex I realized something. I won't be surprised if they do that. They, Michael, oh. you, you know, we're laughing at all the other people in the extreme screen. They've they've given our road to Debok. Oh no! Yeah. Have how many cinemas have they done this to? I don't know, but I'm looking at extreme screen because I sent you I sent you guys a screenshot the other yeah. day. It, yeah. It wasn't extreme screen that was done. Was that? No it was just. It was oh, just hang the on. top middle. No. Okay. So one. Okay. So one of the extreme screens is the the top middle. The other one's the C row that we normally sit in. Oh, that's bullshit. Doing us dirty. Well, I mean, no, that's the perfect scenario for you, Alex. You said you want to see every film in D-Bot. I've seen everything in d Are you kidding me? So I'm I guess sad. now you are. Bro, I'm just so mad that they didn't do it for Fast and Furious 10. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that does that seem like a been, real missed opportunity. That would have been Oh, now it's there for the finale, though. It's there for the yeah. final one. So when Jason Momoa would have been a bit of fun too. slits someone's throat, you can feel it in 4D. <laughs> You can feel your Bro. chair vibrate. I kind of want to go see it again. Like, I'm not going to lie. I spent a lot of time in Bali <laughs> thinking about it. Um, <laughs> you should see if they're doing a D-Box screening of it. I can't. The D-Box isn't working again. They haven't set it up yet. 
Oh, okay. So when when are we looking at in the year? We're looking like our first D box movie is going to be Transformers: uh, Rise of the Beast. Is that July? I, or I honestly feel like that's. I honestly feel like if we choose that movie to be our review of the D box experience, that's going to be the only way I see that movie. <laughs> yeah, we should go do that. That yeah, sounds good to I'm me. Down. Honestly, Monday, June twelfth is. Yeah. Oh wait, no, we can't go then. Wait, June twelfth is that a public holiday? Is that um, the 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 Queen slash King's birthday? Is that yeah. that? Uh, yes, the, that is the Monday public holiday. Is that it? Okay, well, let's go that day because yep. we won't be working, and there is a advanced screening at three fifteen. My God, right, that works for D box. That's gonna be hilarious. I'm gonna book these tickets now. <laughs> Anyone else want to come to Dewok? I will. I I will actually. I will actively ask my pa if my pa wants to come because my yeah, pa wants to see Transformers anyway. I can send you. Oh, I can get. Do you want to do it? <laughs> yeah, just I've, do I've, it. I've, otherwise, otherwise, the longer I think about it, the more I probably. <laughs> Good. I like that. All right, I'll book mine, and Braden, you can go talk yep. to your pa. I'll, I'll mess. And... I'll call my pa now, and I'll be like, hey. Uh, do you want to go see Transformers with me and the lads? Um, Michael, and I, I've I, won't, taken E11. I won't tell him that it's the D-Box experience. What was that, Choppy? Oh, I'm ta- I've taken E11. All right. Check right. it out. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. This is just Thank you for joining us uh, for this incredibly strange episode of Wait, no one's talk. got anything else to talk about? Before, Sorry, before I did that? Are we... I mean, nah, not really. Bluey's no. really good. Blue is good. Doctor Who's good. Doctor Who's good. I've been enjoying that. Um, I've I've read some really good comic books recently. I can recommend some comic books if you like. Okay. If you if you were disappointed by WandaVision. Here's WandaVision again. Vision, Vision. by Tom King. Uh, seriously, it it's like a lot of the inspiration for WandaVision. Um, All right. I've confirmed is, my booking. I have my ticket. This is really good. Uh, everyone should go read The Vision by Tom King. It's 12 issues, so it's just one contained book. That's it. The art's great. The writing is phenomenal. Very, very good. I'm still hoping we get invited to The Flash. Yeah, that's WB. I was thinking we would get, hopefully. I'm still hoping but apparently it's the best to... superhero film of all time, so maybe they're just so expecting that... us to buy a ticket. June 16th, that comes out, so we've got to book tickets for that in D-Block as well. That's not far um, away. So get ready for that. I'll let you guys know what date that... That might be a two-movie week for us, boys. It doesn't oh, happen much. What's my dad on about? Dad's saying check chat. I can't. Oh, sorry, Randall. My thing's broken with chat. I need to, <laughs> I need to figure it. I have to go to YouTube and pull up the video to check Incredible. chat at the moment. What is he saying? What's my I dad? Still... All right. Uh, did someone mention the Meg? Happy Roy for me. Yeah, Braden, get on the lasso train. Yes, I do. Nobody's been to the moon. I wasn't asleep. He said he wasn't asleep. <laughs> he was no, definitely <laughs> asleep. He was snoring. I'd still fall asleep during Transformers. <laughs> yeah, honestly, the seat could legitimately be like... And my dad... My dad is known for falling asleep in Transformers films. He's done it more than once. In the theatre. I love Transformers. Oh, guys, so, like, how do we feel about seeing Transformers on the Monday in D-Box? And then seeing the Flash Tuesday <laughs> in Devo. Uh, I will remind everyone I work retail. <laughs> yeah, we can swing it. We can do. We can help you. <laughs> sure. If if someone wants to shout me a ticket, then I'm happy. Right, I'll do it. <laughs> I came home oh with God. money. Uh, <laughs> that's great. I uh, I um. <laughs> I I just can't fathom the bloody actual um. Michael, if you come, what session do you prefer for the Flash? For the Flash, what what's the time? Six six thirty nine fifteen nine forty. I can I can swing any of our normally work from home. Tuesdays. So. Would we rather do six thirty? Yeah, that works. Does that work for you, Braden? Yeah, I, I I can I can. Well, that's when we do the show, isn't it? So yeah, we'll just do. So I I'm already free. At all times. We're gonna come we're gonna come on that episode with two D box experiences. That's that's perfect. So that yeah. means that means it's it that's that's excellent. Uh surveys and everything, that's a good um 
I I failed uh, Year Ten Science. Um, what do they call that? It's a good. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. failed Year Ten Science. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what they call it. Um. Um. So, do we want to do six o'clock that night? Sounds good. Anyone who's listening to this, feel free Michael, to, to buy tickets and join. Yeah, us. anything, anything works for me. Oh, I got Braden's because I'm a nice guy. Oh, you legend. Thank you. I, yeah, I totally don't have the money for, <laughs> for got, an even more expensive ticket to a film. We got, we got D-Bock for that one as well. Goddamn. Incredible. All right. Well, <laughs> as we finalize our tickets for that, and my, my dad laughs in chat, uh, thank you all so much for listening to episode 200. That means I don't have to get you an engagement present now, right? Uh, yeah, no, that's it. That's done. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you got to do. Um, yeah, D-Box. It's the perfect engagement present for anyone. Um, please. I feel bad. Michael, I'll get yours too. Oh, there you uh, go. Um, you can follow us on your podcast service a choice, whether it be Spotify or Apple or some other random thing. If you can, leave a review over there um, and make sure you're following so that way you don't miss an episode. You don't miss our hit episode where we review Hoyt's D-Box experience. <laughs> um, you could uh, subscribe over on the YouTube channel and jump in the chat whenever we record it live. On Tuesdays, generally around sometime around 6 p.m. Uh, Tuesdays, Adelaide time for good old South Australia. Um, you can uh, add Michael on Facebook. Please do. Can I not redeem a D-Box ticket? And no, as we- Alex finishes purchasing some tickets and my dad suggests that we crowdfund me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, support us on Patreon and you can help me have more D-Box. More D-Box. Um, uh, patreon.com slash really movie talk chuck us a buck or two and help make the show happen uh, and I think with saying that this has been a, a wild time welcome back Alex from your Thank holiday you. and as always I'm Alex I'm Brayden and I'm Michael and we're out of here goodbye everybody All right, I've ordered all the tickets. You're incredible. As a, dude, Transformers and The Flash. We're either going to love The Flash or after Transformers. What if we get out of Transformers and we just instantly try to refund, refund. our D-Box refund. tickets? Refund. <laughs>